June and Judy, Keith, other family and friends, grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. On Saturday, I gathered with June and Judy at Bertha's bedside as we went through a short service that is called the Commendation of the Dying. It is a brief service of scripture and prayer that is intended for the comfort both of the one who appears to be nearing death and of their loved ones who might be present. Blessedly for us, we got to do it right at a moment when Bertha's eyes had opened up for a little while again. And while her body was still weak, when we got to the end and I pronounced the blessing of God upon her, Bertha smiled. I know it was a smile, because I had seen that smile many times before. Yes, just for a moment, that little gleam shone in her eye, and that smirk raised up her lips. And I couldn't help but smile myself. June and Judy smiled as well. You might say it was sort of a chain reaction. So who started the chain reaction? Well, not really Bertha, but God himself. For you see, that benediction that I spoke over her is what is known as the Aaronic benediction, and it's called that because it was given to Aaron, the high priest in the Old Testament, to speak. Those words are probably familiar to most of you, and they will end our service today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In that benediction, a blessing is given. It is a word spoken for those hearing it. And what does that word assure us of when we hear it? Well, that God's face is in fact shining upon us. That his countenance is indeed being lifted up upon us. At the risk of grossly oversimplifying all that means, we could say that what it really reminds us of is that God is smiling upon us. That he is looking upon us with favor. And so there at Bertha's bedside, I reminded her that God was smiling at her, to which she responded with a smile, to which I responded with a smile. It was a chain reaction that God himself started. But this was but the latest in a chain of smiles that Bertha made throughout her life in response to God's great news. In the few years that I got to spend knowing Bertha, she showed a steadfast devotion to her Lord and to being in the Lord's house. When I first got here, she would always walk here to church from the manor and find her spot next to her brother Bill in the pew. When she ended up living at Moose Lake Mercy Nursing Home, each visit we had there was filled with talk about how much she missed being in church, how she'd be there soon, how she just wished Bill would come and get her and take her to church. She loved her Lord Jesus. She loved being in his house. She loved being there because time and time again, that is where she was told that God was in fact smiling upon her, that his name had been placed upon her, that all things were well between her and God. Now, of course, God did not smile upon Bertha because she lived a perfect life or because she was without sin. None of us do, and none of us are. 
In fact, truth be told, we're so plagued by sin in this life that we should receive nothing but frowns from our Father. But yet God smiled upon Bertha because of Christ. Because of Christ's death and resurrection, all of her sins had been forgiven, and she had been clothed in the white robe of Christ's righteousness. When God looked down upon her, just as he does upon all of his chosen children, he did not see her sin, but he saw her Savior, Jesus. And that makes him smile every time. And this good news of God's grace given freely on account of Christ, well, that freed Bertha to live for others in this life and prepared her for death as well. Bertha's life impacted others in countless ways. Whether it was the meal upon meal that she cooked for those she loved, whether it was Barbie doll clothes that she sewed for the bazaar here at church, or whether it was her simple and helpful presence in the congregations that she was a part of throughout her life. She could, in a sense, smile upon others because God had already smiled upon her and had breathed his spirit into her. But know this, God's smile towards Bertha did not end on Monday. That's what God promises us. While we mourn here today, we do not do so without hope. For we know that Bertha is with Christ now and will be raised up on the last day. That's the promise of Jesus himself who conquered death through his own resurrection. Yes, Bertha still lives, even though she has died. And she will be raised up on the last day. And that last day, well, it will bring smiles so big they will fill the entire face. For Jesus will be there. And not only Jesus himself, but all of his good gifts, all of his people, and a grand feast to celebrate his victory over sin and death. It'll be a little bit like you have described to me it was at Bertha's house. There will be great and marvelous food to feast on, and when that's eaten, there'll be more coming. Yes, one of the main ways, actually, the last day is described is as a feast. That should not surprise us, since we heard Jesus say that he thought of himself as the bread of life. In our reading from Isaiah today, we're told a little bit more about that feast. We're told it'll be a feast of rich foods and well-aged wines. We're also told that the best part won't be what we're eating, but will be what Jesus is eating. For while we're eating up God's good gifts, Jesus will be eating up death. He'll be swallowing it up forever. Yes, death, that thing we hate in this world, that thing that taunts us even here today, that thing that sin brought into the world and has kept in the world ever since, it will be swallowed up on the last day. Bertha's death will be swallowed up, and that should cause us to smile. So yes, today let the chain reaction continue. Oh, those smiles that we smile today may well be formed upon cheeks that are wet with tears. But smile all the same. For God has started this reaction. He smiled upon Bertha by gracing her with all of Jesus' good gifts. She then smiled as she confessed the faith throughout her life in her words and in her deeds. And now we can smile as well, even as we cry. We can smile knowing that the same Jesus 
that saved Bertha and was with her throughout her life is here for us today. He is here for all of us who will receive his care. His comfort will be with us in our loss. He will give us a hope that will last even longer than what death seems to. He will forgive our sins and give us the same life he gave to Bertha. He will keep us in that one true faith until life everlasting, when we'll get to see him, when we'll get to see Bertha, when we'll get to eat that grand feast. And that promise and the reality that stands behind it, well, that's worthy of a smile. Yes, it's worthy of even more than a smirk, but a full-blown smile that rejoices in God's victory, even over death. Amen. And then may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.